Welcome to today's episode of CLCI Live, brought to you by the award-winning and ICF-accredited school, Certified Life Coach Institute. Sit back, relax, and enjoy today's episode. everybody, this is Certified Life Coach Institute. Um, today we're going to be talking to you guys uh, about copy again. It was copy 2.0, week number two. We're going to get a little more specific this week and talk about social media copy, headlines, things of that nature, and give you some really awesome information. I'm going to turn it over to the fellas here for a moment and let them uh, say hello. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another Tuesday Live with us here at 4. Um, like Rick mentioned, we will be speaking about copy. We had so much fun speaking about it last week, uh, where we kind of niched down our uh, pretty much tips and tools that we provided. We're going to be based around blogs. Today, we're going to be speaking about social media copy, which uh, is pretty relevant in a bunch of different um, areas of marketing for coaches. So I want to go ahead and give you guys a bunch of really cool and exciting tips. We all brushed up on these earlier today, so we're excited to share some of them with you guys. And uh, I'll let Anthony kind of say hi. Hi, everybody. My name is Anthony. I am the head content writer and editor for Certified Life Coach Institute. And last week, we talked about copy and writing sort of as in a broader sense. And you guys seem to like it so much. We're doing it again and narrowing our focus to social media and marketing in that sort of realm. So be prepared. Sorry, go ahead. Anthony. Oh, yeah. Say, be prepared for some amazing, mind blowing tips. The last one. We didn't squeeze all of the juice out of the fruit last week. No, we felt like we had so much more to speak about. So. We are not going to squeeze it all out this time either. If I'm Probably honest, not. like it was just not going to happen. There is so much content here with regard to like, like there's so much we can learn and so much that can, I mean, information that can be passed along and all of it beneficial to coaches, all of it beneficial to to um, folks that that I mean, honestly, to anybody who wants to post, write anything for social media. I'm gonna do a sort of like a, oh, a, okay, a disclaimer kind of thing. Um, uh, whenever you're doing this, before we even give you the tips and everything, be sure that you're you want to you're gonna test it out. Like, give it. This is one of the things I was just kicking myself for. Like, set it up, write whatever you're writing, write more than one, and test it in many ways, and and see what works and what doesn't. And don't forget that that it's okay if some things don't work and some things do work. So I just want to sort of preface that with or this with that, like. You, this is about testing. It's about um, uh, sort of trial and error. And so it's okay if it's not perfect, you know, the first yeah. time. That's, that's really part of the good rule of thumb. Whenever anything online uh, isn't something that's very exciting, the worst that can happen really is it goes away. Uh, best case scenario, you write something really good that sticks and works for you. And uh, that's where- you can, I mean, you can always change it too. If it's not, you know, and that's, that is what the, the AB testing. So right? Post the same thing twice with two different headlines and see what works. Um, that's it's a it's a great thing to do. So that's one thing as we go into this and how to write copy and everything. Keep that in mind. You can try out all of different things along the way and see what works and what doesn't. Um, by the way, hi Christine McCauley. It's good to see you. And on that note, those of you watching, please interact, ask questions, anything you guys wish. We are here to help you and also to just to answer your questions. If you have any copy related questions and social media. We, we want to be there to help you with that. So um, uh, I'm going to take a few moments. You guys want to, you want to go ahead and give any information about writing copy to people? <laughs> well, I, I, I'm going to share a few things, share this with a few groups whilst you do that. 
So I want to say one important thing to keep in mind is uh, making sure you're grabbing your audience's attention. That's something that uh, seems like it can be uh, maybe a bit difficult considering that there's so many different ways you can create copy, especially when we're speaking about headlines. Uh, there's just a bunch of different angles you can go at it with. I think what's really important is um, both understanding your audience and understanding what type of words they'll react to. Um, once you understand that, you can learn to actually use that information to benefit you. Like for us, um, in our in our space of, of coaching, we use, I guess, a good way to say it would be coaching-related power words. So uh, there's power well, words are important. I mean, that's critical, and that's that's being creative with them too. Like we were just before we came on here, just like we of course uh, did not plan as well as we had <laughs> hoped um so we we were literally kicking around like what kind of power words what different ways can we say this how how do we make this exciting and that's something this is a process we go through every week when we post on social and write headlines um, because headlines are really critical really really critical because that's really what catches the attention of people um and so we always are looking for a way to to get to to folks but i will say before that there's a step that we're skipping even before that um, and that is um, being aware of where your customer is in their journey, like in their, their the journey of your brand and knowing where, where because like, there's different levels. Um, so knowing how to speak to them at each level with, with what they know and what they know about you and their brand and, and keeping that in mind with what you're doing. Um, because you're going to speak to somebody who's very intimately, has a lot of intimate knowledge about you and your brand one way, and you're going to speak to somebody who has no clue who you are when you're reaching out, you know, to just the, the mass people out there and they don't know, they may not even know the problem they have that you can solve. Um, they're going to speak to them a totally different way, right? Um, so that is, that's actually a very critical part of, of choosing what and how to write your copy. Um, thoughts, fellas? Yeah, when, when you're speaking about um, understanding which part of your customer being in which particular area of their journey they're in, um, are you also speaking about as far as where you're putting stuff based on where they're at in your funnel, in your marketing? Funnel? Yeah, well, that's, so this is, this when we say funnel, that's really literally kind of what we're talking about. When we're talking funnel, we're also talking brand awareness, right? So um, the furthest out, the broadest way, uh, is there's a, um, I've got to remember his last name. It's Eugene, Eugene. Oh, it's going to kill me right now. Um, uh, I'll get it right now. <laughs> Eugene Schwartz, he wrote a book. It's called Breakthrough Advertising. And he, um, he basically broke it down. It's, it's like a funnel inverted, essentially, um, kind of. So at, at its furthest out level, right? It's people are, they're, it's, they're completely unaware. When they're completely unaware, those are people who may not even know the problem they have that your product solves. So for coaches, if we apply this to real world coaching kind of situation, um, if I am a, uh, let's say I'm a, I don't know, pick a, pick a kind of coach, guys. <laughs> say health and wellness. That's a little on the nose, but I mean, like, but in the it's, sense that it's hard. I mean, health and wellness, a lot of us know with our own health and wellness that the issues we have. I'll, I'll give you an example given to me in, in something that I recently was, so there is now self-cleaning water bottles, right? But, but 
prior to the self-cleaning water bottle, nobody was aware that a water bottle had to clean itself, right? We didn't realize there was an issue with water bottles being dirty. So now this brand has the hurdle of communicating to a massive amounts of people that, that there is a, ne a need, a necessity for self-cleaning water bottles. Right, so that their 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 job, the first hurdle is making everybody aware of the problem they have that they may not even know that they have, and that the way that you do that and you speak to those people is is with quizzes, is with copy that that hits that emotional hook, right, where that you tap into that thing that's eating at them, um, that they are aware of, and that's so you know if if we're a coach, you know, are you feeling stuck? Um, are you, you're not directly saying you need coaching. What you're, you're doing is communicating to their pain at that point. And, and in, in oftentimes sort of even bringing to light that that pain even exists. And that's why something like a quiz or asking a question or, um, about that or, or that emotional hook is really critical in that, like all the way out here area, that, that highest part of, of, or the furthest awareness, furthest away from awareness from your brand. Um, does that make sense? That's yeah, that's right where you're speaking. Well, what I was kind of speaking about when uh, mentioning, making sure you're, you're garnering attention. Um, I, I would say again, using like what you mentioned in uh, speaking to, you say it all the time, uh, speaking to the reptilian brain. Yes. Uh, where you're, you're getting that emotional punch and then once you have their attention is when you can start that's um, i mean and that's the, information it's really critical that at that level on that level when they're when you're talking to people basically who aren't in your funnel yet to the the general public when you're on a podcast and and it's listeners that have never heard of you and your brand before when you are doing any number of things where the person, where the, the audience, the people may not know who you are and what you're doing. Though that's when it's really critical to communicate to the reptilian brain. Because when we make decisions, we decide emotionally and then we justify it logically. And it's actually that will take takes you through the next levels of brand awareness. Um, so the next level of brand awareness would be uh, what is there, they are pain, like they are aware of that they have a problem. They're problem aware. So now they know I have a problem, but they don't know what any of the solutions are. So like, that's the next level of, of that. And so in that one, that's when you're going to start to, to get really empathetic with them and, and be like, we get it. You've got this going on, <laughs> you know? And, and so there's each, there's a very, there's very cool, like science you can sort of apply to writing your copy based on where, who you're talking to and where they are in your funnel. So if you have like a social media group, right. And you're posting into a group of people that have already agreed to be in your group, you're going to speak to them much differently than you're going to speak to some uh, just blasting a, an ad post out there. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. It's probably going to be much, uh, I wouldn't go as far as saying much more personal, but definitely personalized um, rather than where they would be getting a message at that first stage we're speaking about. So I have a question then I uh, if I'm, if I'm someone who's starting out as a coach and I'm just starting sort of an advertising, marketing, uh, social media campaign, mm -hmm. do you think it would be easier to start with the, or your audience, should you start with those who are already problem aware because that defines your niche more? Or do you, do you think it would be better to start with those who are completely unaware of the problem? I have my own personal opinion about that. 
I think that regardless, you should be, okay, yes, we, we, you're right. Amazing point, by the way, Anthony, whether or not you meant to bring it up. We have skipped two steps here. We really have. And the first step being that you, before you even get to this point, you have to define what your niche is. You have to define who your audience is. You have to build out that ideal client, that avatar, whatever you call it, and, and, and know where they are, where to reach them, and how to get to them. But that doesn't mean, though, that those people are necessarily going to be aware that, that they they, they're aware of the issue, the pain that they have. It exists, right? But what they are may not be aware of is that that it is solvable, that that a coach can help them, that um, these kind of things. So bringing that to light with them um, is really, really critical, but you're going to need, you still have to go and figure out where they're at to begin with. Um, and I think it is kind of hubris to assume that everybody, everybody in your ideal client market is going to know exactly what a coach is, what they do, and that you can help them. Would you agree with me there? Yes, no, maybe, thoughts? I would agree, um, but that would very much influence, because if we're just starting from the broadest levels of people who aren't aware of their problems and that they exist, and those who are, are aware of the problem, um, it's probably going to be very easy. It's going to be a lot easier to, for most people to write directed towards a specific problem because let's take, for example, we're trying to convince people that there is it, actually a problem. There's a disconnect here, though, because I think that what, what you were saying, you, the, the, the furthest out, you're still speaking to the problem. You are. You're still, that's that emotional hook. That's when you're really, really tapping into that, that problem and the way it makes that person feel. So um, that, I mean, you're absolutely, that the whole purpose of the first level is to make them aware of the pain that problem is causing them or the, the, the potential for anything that that probably, if we, if we go back to the water bottle example, mm-hmm. um, uh, did, you're gonna say, uh, did your bacteria, <laughs> is there bacteria full of your water bottle or filled in your water bottle? Are you making yourself sick with your water? Things like that, you're tapping into that 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 fear at that point, but like, oh my God, I had no idea. So yeah, um, if, we, if we use that water bottle as an example, you would maybe frame it as a, I guess like a headline would read something as is your water bottle actually killing you yes exactly. now that, that might be a bit oh, that's great though because yeah, this, emphatic this, but it's it grabs it your attention. attention exactly and this is it, it's at that stage that you want to do that punch in the face that very like kind of shocky um because they don't know they're still they're off you know floating around and and, and looking up at the sky and then you're like you have to get their attention somehow and cut through the noise and the way that you do that is with that really powerful punch in the face kind of moment so perfect perfect example of that um so for for example's sake we can step it down to the next level which is those who are aware that their water bottles may or may not be killing them um <laughs> Well, they're aware that they need, they, they're aware that they don't, they want water bottles that are not murdering them. Like the, yeah. they are, they know that much, but they don't know how that, how to get that. They don't know what the solutions are. Um, let's they, say. they would know that I have to have a water bottle for certain reasons. Like you need a water bottle, you need a dedicated water bottle, not like disposable ones to, you know, save the environment. So- so it's on this, yeah, easier. Okay. So you know you have to have the water bottle. This but you need exactly, to do something about the water bottle killing you. The kind of copy you want to use in this space is going to be where you're you're going to give them statistics, facts, stories, 
um, things that things that show to them that you understand what they need, understand their story, and then prove, begin to prove and build that trust that that that, that you might be the solution, or you you at least are aware and empathize with their problem. So this is in in the next level is very empathy is very important. Uh, so, so headline could be like tired of your water bottle killing you try this instead or, no i think it would be more something more like um uh along the lines of of uh, reasons why this water bottle is changing my life yeah this water your your water bottle 75 or 99 percent of water bottles contain bacteria this one though might be different uh or is different um how about or how about or do you want a water bottle that will help you and then you give them stats in that though this is where you want to get more more of that data-based statistic based, um, because this is where they're starting their research journey, right? This is where they're going to start doing the research to find out more information about how to solve their problem. True. So you, Are you drinking out of a self-cleaning <laughs> bottle? So you want to be the solution and to be the solution, you want to provide them with information because once they once they realize there's a problem, what's what's the next logical step that you take as a human being? You start to research, right? So that's where this it's really critical in this second phase that you start to inform and you go, okay, well, hey guys, this is the five reasons why water bottles kill you. Here's the solution. This is the, you know, and you you start to put that so that those things come up in those searches because they're on the next level and they're looking for answers really at that point. And you're gonna wanna position yourself to be the answer. So I think at this point, as we get more specific, it might be good to switch over the get rid of the metaphor of a water bottle and yes, switch can you go to coaching, coaching probably. Because, <laughs> because marketing and writing for copy for products is a lot different than services and yourself as well, because you're going to be injecting your personality and your voice into your marketing as well, because you are so intertwined with the service that you're providing. So, so I think, I think it's beneficial to just use real life examples of, of uh, either a sample client I work with or um, uh, which will, we can just do sample client. Um, so if um, if I have a coach that is, uh, let's say they are a coach that is in there. Well, I've got somebody we'll work with now and I'm not going to say who it is, but um, it's a time focused coach about time management, about getting your time in order. Okay. So um, on the first level, she's going to, speak, say something like, uh, I'm not going to give it verbatim, but you're going to say, uh, are you in charge of your time? Feel like you have no time. Um, uh, losing, are you, how many minutes of your life have you lost, right? Like that's your shock and awe kind of thing. Um, are you wasting precious time? <laughs> um, now then the second level will be for this coach will be five proven ways that, that time is wasted day to day, you know, by business, if it's business focused at your business, at, at, in your, in your profession, how you're losing time at work, 15 statistics that show you what you, you know, can do better, something along those lines. I'm, I'm just pulling out of uh, thin air here. One of the things that you, we've talked about even doing with this client is building out a calculator that says where people can value their time. They can value, um, value their time. They can input time so that they see what is being wasted. And so think about how much information this gives a person on that next level. And then they can see how much money they're losing by wasting time. And that would be a fantastic tool to give on this next level of awareness. So this is this is taking people who aren't aware that there is a problem and then making them aware that there is a problem 
and then teasing that there are solutions to this. It's not, it's giving them, you're gonna, this stage, that stage you want to give, because you're, you wanna be generous in your copy. You wanna be generous in your information and you're giving at this stage. So you are giving them lots of information. You're, you because by doing so, you are establishing trust. You're building yourself as an expert um, and you're, you are creating an area, a space or somebody, a space with somebody that they can learn and they can learn from. And that that will make them as a coach look up to you, will make them value what you have to say, your skill, your ability, your experience. All of this comes into play very much so in the second level of awareness, for sure. Um, so they, let's, move, let's move to the next sort of, um, level of awareness. awareness. So you're aware of solutions that are out there. So let's say I'm That's someone who knows solution awareness. my time. There's a lot of solutions that are out there to say, help me save time. There's time management apps that you can download. Um, there's so before we stepping back though, let's talk about the third level before we get there. Um, so, so we've, we've gone from completely unaware to now problem aware to now solution aware. So now your client is, a, you know, they, they know they have a problem. They know there are solutions. Um, uh, so what you want to do in this space in the solution is you, want to start to introduce your unique selling point. What makes you different and stand out from all the competition at this point? Because you were taking them down. You see, it makes logical sense here, right? <laughs> um, because what's the thing? If we think about the thought process of how somebody's searching, they begin unaware. They find out they have a problem. They start to research how to fix the problem. Now, how do I find the best solution for me? And that's why that unique selling point comes in. That's why that ideal client is so critical here as well, because you are going to want to be speaking to them personally at this point. This is the point where you are talking to them about their problem and why you are the perfect solution and knowing them inside and out is critical. Um, does that make sense? <laughs> so mm -hmm. Anthony, do you have examples you'd like to give possibly, potentially? Right. Well, I was, I was going to say there's the, there's the numerous solutions that are out there for people who, for example, need to save time. You're convincing people and persuading them that your solution, which would be coaching, is the right one for them. I hesitate to even say persuade, but even though, yes, yes, we are, we are absolutely, you're, you are persuading, you are marketing. Um, I feel like there's always, there's a weight there of manipulation. Um, uh, we, can, we can take a little peek behind the, the <laughs> we're, we're on the other side of it. So it, it is. But what you're doing is you're basically putting yourself out there and saying, Hey guys, this is me. This is what makes me different. This is why, and this is, but this is also, you don't have to be everybody's flavor of ice cream like you not everybody is gonna love mint chip not everybody's gonna you know but that doesn't mean that mint chip doesn't have its audience so don't be afraid at this point especially to be speaking directly to who you your market is and tailoring your your copy and everything to that market and being unafraid of alienating people that are not in your realm at this point because because you're, there's no reason to speak to them you're not a right fit um so, and also you want to get really personal with people at this point, like really, this is when you want to talk to their issues, when you want to um, speak to benefits, speak to the benefits. That's a big part of this right now. This is something we talk about in class all the time is, um, is being able to give benefits, being able to give, um, uh, this point they know their pain. So you're, now we're connecting the pain to the motivator, to the action. So this is this, oh, I'm the solution. Uh, does that make sense? Yeah. Also, this is a great level to bring in testimonials as well. 
really, really great because now that's you're because you can prove to them this is also why I'm the best choice, and that's why that testimonial is really critical to apply uh, this to to your website and everything as well. Know that people that's probably not the first place people are going to find you. So you're on your website, you want to be speaking to them likely on this third level, more so. Yeah. This is a point where you could show your process as well, sort of like what distinguishes you from other coaches that's unique, as well. That's the unique selling point. Absolutely. So what tools, what uh, special things do you include um, or that's part of this whole pro coaching process that is better than other coaches who I, may do similar things? I, I, I would beg to differ. And I think that might fall more so in the next stage of awareness, which is product awareness, which is where you're going to oh. be mm -hmm. specifically explaining uh, the details of, of your product, yeah. whichever service you're providing or your product, for an example. But I think we, I want to, let's, before we get to there, because that's a place I think that, that coaches are really kind of good at, at mastering and writing about, because it's really, the level two is when you're on that second level of awareness, you, it's about us a little bit at that point. And we are all really, really really good at writing about ourselves. <laughs> um, that's one thing we know. So we feel very comfortable doing that. So before we leave the realm of the client, um, uh, but even still, it should always be about the client. Um, I just really uh, want to, is there any other ways you can think of for a coach through copy, through anything really to, to separate themselves from the competition on that third level, to get people to get to their website, to any, any thoughts about that guys? Again, I, I think just being really personal, um, it might sound like you are, again, alienating some of your potential customers. Um, but what it really is doing is giving uh, the actual, the customers that are actually going to come to you, it's giving them something to cling on to that they've been looking for so they can, they can go further down that, that or further up that ladder of awareness um, so that they can get closer to actually becoming a client of yours or a customer, depending on which situation we're speaking about. You can also listen to, for listening listening at this point to your followers, to your interactors. That's huge. You'll hear them say a lot of, a lot of people when they call or when they do, I'm comparing people. I'm, you know, right now I'm going through, I've looked at a lot of coaches that, that is a giant red, red flag or not red flag. Let's say like, I don't know. Green flag. No, signal, green flag that they are in an evaluation stage, but that they also trust you on some level, that they also have formed, started to form some kind of connection with you because they would not be reaching out to you. This is them saying, I've narrowed it down and you're one of the finalists. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that's why it's so critical at that point to really go, okay, well, I'm one of the finalists. Here, if I was, if I'm on the phone, like with for CLCI at this stage, I would say, well, we um, we have won multiple awards. We've been in business for for 12 years. We've certified over 10,000 coaches, and I would start to list those accolades, those awards, those those things that separate us and make us worthy a worthy uh, candidate, essentially. <laughs> um, and so that's really critical. Again, completely different copy, though, completely different approach than out here all the way on the outside with with the ah shock awe you have a problem to let me inform you help you guide you you know be your be your expert to now this third level of this is why i'm awesome <laughs> um, and what sets me apart and this is my proven track record and that's level three so now um 
uh, let's we can move into level four, shall we? <laughs> Which yeah, is like, as you said, the product aware. This is this, yeah, this at is, this point they have kind of they're they're gonna they're picking you right pretty much like this is this is very I mean they're pretty much there, but you're really gonna sell them with the process at this point. This exactly is when you want to be is. like this is exactly. a salesy. Um, you can be salesy at this point. This is where you can be salesy because they trust you now. They have uh, embraced you on some level and they are saying, okay, sell to me because I really want, again, we go back to what we've talked about before. We decide with our emotional brain at this point, they've decided they've already, they've, they have decided what they're looking for is for the logical brain is, is seeking justification essentially. So you have to give them that justification and you have to justify it with the process, justify it with, well, if it was CLCI again, I would say if it's three days, if you want to be certified in three days, there's some people that want six months. Our, our clientele wants three days. That's very specific, but it, it, it serves a specific group of people. And, and it's not something we're ashamed of. It's something we're proud of. So that's where you start to bring in the process as a coach in this fourth level. You hear about um, being sure to advertise what makes you unique, what makes you different than your competition this is going to be exactly where you're going to want to go ahead and stress that and drive that home. Now, I want to, a point I want to bring up about this group too is they, they've sold, they're sold on you right now. Right now, what they're doing is trying to decide what product to buy. So it's here that in that having that process, knowing what your program is, knowing what your pricing is, knowing like these kind of things will, will come in handy with getting them into, you want, at this point, you want to help them decide what to purchase. And you want to sort of hold their hand through that and know what you can offer them. Um, and and so, what are examples of things you can you could as a coach be giving to your your clients in this space in this realm when they or or even the, actually before we do that, what are indications do you guys think that that a client is here and wants wants just wants to know what to buy? They're picking up the phone and calling you. Yes. <laughs> That is one that you don't want to let go because a lot of people right now, they're, you know, totally fine with being in, impersonal. They're just want to send off the email or the text message or fill out a form. But if they're actually going out of their way to call you, to get more information, like they're pretty much already there at that point. And it becomes well, less about copy and more about, you know, your speaking and interpersonal spills. Well, and it's still about copy though, because a lot of it can still happen on I mean, via email with, with regular emails. And it's about, this is where you want to throw out offerings, right? This is where you want to start to throw out that, like, hey guys, you want to, you want to incentivize, essentially. You want to be like, there's a scarcity. I have a program starting. There's only going to be, you know, there's only 10 spots in it. Um, yeah, so for, for us, it would be, you know, putting out on social media, hey, we have only X amount of seats left for this offering right here. Exactly. And those are people who are already aware of the solution um, and they're already aware of the services, but there's this time-limited offering and you'll use certain uh, techniques to write that in maybe a Facebook post or uh, something and similar. You want to get the information to them, which is email lists will be in handy in this because a lot of most of the time these people will be a little further in your funnel. With a before a coach, this is this is where your your group coaching clientele are going to come in. This is where your um, your evergreen kind of stuff is going to come in. Your webinar land. This is going to be not your highest ticket 
sales item at this point when they're in this level. This is where you're selling them. They're they're getting used to handing you money, kind of. <laughs> um, so so you're going to get them in with the group coaching, which is why having that limited amount of space. I've got a ten person group coaching program. It starts this date. Get in now, and and the the price is lower, so it's more palpable. So you're not scaring them off because they have not fully reached into their pocket and hand. They're not fully sold yet. They're not at five. When they're at five. <laughs> um, then, then you can ask that high ticket item once they've gotten to five. Um, so let's talk about five really quick. So five is I have bought something. I've handed you money. Most likely I'm a huge fan. I've had a great experience. Give me more to buy. <laughs> that's, that's what our, that's our aware, very, very aware client at that point. Yeah. Um, is there, yeah, go ahead. For us, an example would be our, our alumni, um, we're working on it level three that would be where we're pitching the idea or even level two once they finish level one they are at a, they're in their level five um for a coach you could have at this point let's say you've sold one session okay and you've done your welcome your, your discovery session or whatever but you have not sold the program but they had a great experience after that one session or that discovery call this is this is then they're they're wanting more they're in level five but give them five that's when you give them the one-on-one -on -one coaching that that this is this is my program this is my one-on-one -on -one. will you do six months with me retain me whatever you want to do that that is that commitment that longer term commitment that's going to be a higher cost um because at this point they trust you they know you're valuable they know what you do they want what you do and so it should be a much easier sale than than just asking Joe Schmo off the street to give you, you know, $5,000 to work with you for three months or something, <laughs> um, if that makes sense. Uh, it's not going to happen. You, it's the person that already knows you has had had a decent amount of experience and built some trust with you that is going to give you that, that higher cost, that higher ticket, um, that higher value coaching client action. <laughs> Sorry, I got very excited. I feel like I've been talking a lot. So um, eventually, this 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 last level also happens. I would say fairly slowly, because you're building your brand and you're building your trust I mean, as well. It's so, like I, the, the an example I was thinking of as we were talking about this is um, Tony Robbins. Uh -huh. Tony Robbins is at that last level just by virtue of him being one of the most famous coaches, I would say. Yes, and it, I it's, it's similar to like, but I would say it's similar to like how people are already aware of like Google or Microsoft or Apple. Like, but so Apple, it's that's just great. it's just part of the culture now. And if you're even a little bit into the life coaching or life, sorry, life coaching sphere of influence, you'll probably heard of Tony Robbins. And he's yes. almost like a brand at this point. Oh, he is a brand. He absolutely is. He's a huge brand and he's smart. But I don't, what I don't want to do is discredit the fact that there is still a great deal of marketing that that man goes through. Like yeah. his marketing, it is impressive. Um, and, and the way he structured it is very, very impressive. And it has in many ways served to create his brand. So he doesn't just walk out on the street, but he does. I'm Tony Robbins and get clients. But but the ones that are going to pay him the $20,000, the, the $50,000, whatever it is they have a lot of, of of previous experience with his brand in some regard and there has been a lot of of process they have been through with his team before they get to that point um that just that's, that's, that's what i was saying that's why it takes time to get to that point you may oh absolutely that might be eventually the end goal that you're looking for but 
give it no. time. No, you can't expect you these things to happen time. overnight. Mm -hmm. You cannot. Um, now, mind you, it, there are some people. I'm one of those people that just buys. Like I, mind you, I will do some research first, but then once I have the gut and I'm ready, I just go and I just accept it and I move, I just run through it. Like, um, uh, so sometimes it can happen quickly, it can. But mind you, on the other flip side of the coin, there are things like furniture, I will take a year and a half, two years to buy sometimes. Um, so the, it can vary hugely. Um, be patient. Don't give up on people. Sometimes some people take a long time. Some people take a short time. It really depends. There's a lot of factors just in our day-to-day -day lives as human beings that go into what we're purchasing. On that note, as a coach, you might have somebody that you're like, I had them. If they don't buy right away, it doesn't mean they won't come back. It doesn't mean that they aren't still in there. It doesn't mean they're starting still not, still not a fan. There's a lot of things that people have in their lives that have nothing to do with you um, that, that might be at play so we we spent a lot of time talking about these sort of five levels of yeah. <laughs> awareness so let's we let's bring it down to some more tangible things also do we have any comments as well or questions no everybody's very quiet today they're just listening i think we're talking a lot <laughs> it's well i think also with marketing a lot of um, especially for our coach folk out there it's a very intimidating space um so so let me let me ask this then um let's just i'm joe schmo doesn't know anything about social media. Um, why should why should I even why should I care about copy for social media? Who cares? Was why should you care about copy? Why, 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 why should I care about copy? Like that's uh, just... yeah, but like okay. For example, <laughs> for, for me uh, in my real life, I avoided social media like the plague. Uh, eventually, <laughs> I saw the usefulness of it, um, and why should. I guess maybe my I'm standing from a hypothetical person from the outside because it seems like to us social media is you know king for getting the content out to people um but why should people care about the different channels I should say of social media so why why would I care over Facebook versus Twitter versus Instagram okay. versus and are we talking about copy though in particular or are we just talking about marketing in general I would I, would, I mean both but let's just go for the copy then well i think i mean i think regardless whatever you no matter what channel you're on no matter what you're doing if you're putting something out there you should be putting it out with an intention and thinking about what it contains what it's going to write and i think that if you are putting stuff out there with the intention to garner clients you've got to be very particular about how you write your copy and you can know some some good tools there are just some very basic tools maybe this is where we should what we should talk about very mm -hmm. basic tools that you can utilize to make your copy more successful if you define success as getting clients you know getting more followers getting followers that convert things of that nature there are some absolutely some some little things you can do and integrate and use and so let's use like some of the tools and tips before we sign off killer headlines yeah um, so um uh well guys what's a tool or tip that, that people they can use to to integrate basically into their copy on any 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 social just in general that you know works that is tried and true that is proven i would say writing the best headline you possibly can well, what makes the best headline? I mean, that's a little vague now, isn't it? <laughs> well, it, I mean, it's a bit vague, but a headline is different from, let's say, the title of like an academic journal. Yeah. I've, I've been in the academic world and I've seen some very long winded 
very specific titles that, you know, they tell you the information, but they're not going to, you know, be wowing anybody. They're not because when you're on social media, you're scrolling through links oh. and different headlines all the time. Yeah. So, what, and, so what makes something good, a headline good? So what, what makes something stand out? Sweet and short. Um, I think just based on time, uh, well, in that, in that realm of social media, everything happens so fast. You want to give it to them really short and really sweet, um, using powerful words, powerful uh, words, things yeah. that might attract them. Um, such simple, as, short, sweet, simple, powerful. Yeah. Maybe throwing, throwing in a, a quick statistic within the headline. That's something that could be attention grabbing. That's being specific um, right there as well. Being specific. Um, so we've got S's. I like this. So short, sweet, so simple, specific. <laughs> um, uh, here's another one that's not sensational. S, but numbers or numbered. Because um, we're also taking mine Google SEO. And if you've watched the last live that we did or read the most recent blog, we talk about how Google is an audience as well. And it takes in your headline and we'll move it to the top or bottom of their little uh search engine depending on how relevant it is so well and that's another thing is so here's a here's a great a couple more things for headlines is making sure it's fresh it's uh that, that whatever information you're giving out there whatever headline it, it it you want to express that this is new information this is cutting edge information that this is and this is also where you can you can leverage scarcity uh, that, that this is information that not everybody has because it's new. Um, and so that will get people to click on your, your, your thing because they're like, well, I got to know before anybody else does, or I can't be left out or I can't not know. And you want to, that's, that's another way to sort of tap into that emotional, I don't want to be left out <laughs> um, moment. Uh, and I, like you said, using numbers, that's data driven. People want, they don't trust things on the internet. If you give them data, if you give them numbers, they're going to, they're going to be inclined to click on things. Um, any other ones that you guys can think of? So maybe like, maybe we can come up with an example. Cause I mean, we're saying a lot of things that you should do, but what does that actually sound look or like look like? like? So, so let's give examples of each let's one. Say, let's say hypothetically, I'm a- Here, a, I'm gonna share my screen and then we'll, we'll type one out. How about that? I'm gonna put up the little thing, you know what? <laughs> and we can we can create a, uh, a, a killer awesome headline for this live. <laughs> okay so, so let's let's just say hypothetically i'm a coach who specializes in saving people time i could write something a headline for a article that i could post on facebook seven scientifically backed tips why did you choose seven i'm just curious uh seven is Hmm. I don't know the actual neuromarketing yeah, there's, there's thing. Some neuromarketing behind <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah. I don't know about that, but seven to me sounds like a good number. It sounds good to you though. So the yeah, reason three, five, seven odd numbers. We, we as human beings find odd numbers to be far more interesting, far more stimulating, far more inclined to click on an odd number than we are an even number when we when we have ads and things like that. So that is um so so we're going to use that. Okay. So for this headline, we'll go seven. Now this is where we'd insert a power word. We talked about having powerful words and things like that. I so say, proven or I think powerful. scientifically would be good as yeah, a good it, power word. Well, if we're talking about time. Uh, well, ah, ha, 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 uh, 
I was thinking like time proven, tried and true. Um, but uh, I'm, I'm feeling like we should validate ourselves kind of. This is proven. This is, um, we've got a list of power word things. We can do. We'll just say proven for now, for now. Um, but we, uh, I don't think proven's boring. I think we've seen it a hundred times. We need a different word. Yeah. Um, I'm going to pull up a, a cheat sheet I have over here. So by the way, when, when Anthony writes this article, we will include some awesome links to cheat sheets and things like that. And by cheat sheets, I mean tools that we use um, in our and own. Also, why do why do power words even work? What the what the heck is a power word versus a a, a, a normal word? A normal word. <laughs> power words evoke emotion. Do you guys want? Oh, here, here's. I'm gonna stop my share. This is a fun. I like to do this. It's kind of a fun. I'm gonna say a word, and I want you guys to tell me what it makes you feel. Okay. <laughs> um, so let me pull up. I'm gonna pull up this other one for this. Uh, this one. Okay. So tell me what this word makes you guys feel. Mm -hmm. Um. Close my eyes for this too. You gotta close your eyes. You're gonna get. You've gotta. You gotta get into this. Visualize the word. Some deep breaths. Um. So if I say, exclusive. Classy. Makes me feel like secret. Like I'm part of this inner crowd that, if it's something's exclusive i'm excluding other people as well so i'm special better you feel special uh-huh mm -hmm. yeah um if i say to you um lifetime guarantee i'd say good value ironclad iron. how about that one ironclad ironclad mm. it's solid you can't yeah <laughs> break it personally i don't know if that work on me i hear ironclad and i think clunky okay how about this one revolutionary revolutionary um i don't like that one yeah it might, it might be a good power okay. i so personally good. don't like it because i think it's a little bit um i've got better ones hold on i've got a whole list over here I've, these ones are great hold on it's a little bit too much for me it's a little too much. So that's the thing. You've got to, there's a fine line. So how about this? Deadly, devastating, catastrophic evil. How do you feel when I say those things? Scared. <laughs> I'm afraid. Afraid, right? Mm -hmm. um, how about hurting, shame, suffering, exposed? Embarrassed. Exposed is probably the the what one that, that's for me. What does it make you want to do? It's like it's vulnerable. You want to right like so you're but it's eliciting physical reactions from you yeah. guys right these is what make these powerful so how about next one surprising discovery instant revolutionary i want to go on a hike i get excited oh yeah <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'm like I, I i get curious too surprising discovery instant revolutionary i'm like i want to know <laughs> um how is for, for, for if you're not creative uh when you're writing these things and trying to come up with like headlines or like copy that's limited to 140 characters or three lines use a thesaurus there's nothing wrong with it power is Power, the yep. power thesaurus is the, the tool the one tool. i will promote that till the day i die um okay here's i got two more expert honest guaranteed proven trustworthy it makes safe. me it makes me reassured because i'm a very skeptical person naturally i think a lot of people are mm -hmm. as they're going through the especially headline. online yeah yeah Okay, Expert last one makes me a little bit curious too. Mm -hmm. Last one, limited, exclusive, forbidden, now. 
I want to hear about it, but I don't know if I want to subscribe to it. I do want to hear about what's going on. Forbidden is kind of funny because that seems like the odd one out, but Forbidden makes me like, oh, I want the Forbidden Fruit. It isn't, though. Think about it. Limited, exclusive, Forbidden Now. What if I made a headline, the seven Forbidden it would, I would look, I'd be like, oh, God, I, I got to check that out. They're forbidden. Like, it's yeah. that, it's that, like, taboo that gets that interest. It peaks that, that, like, hmm, I shouldn't be here. And there's not a lot of, not everybody's going to look at this because it's forbidden. Um, so Maybe that should be the, the title of this blog. The what forbidden is, <laughs> So what, is, what, is, what do those words do? What do they do? Like, what, what is the common thing that those all, words all have in common? What, I mean, what, what do those they, words They do? make me stop. And yeah. they make me curious. And I guess the stopping power of them is probably the most important because you're making people, you're getting them out of their process of just scrolling through their feeds. If I stop on something and take more than three seconds to look at it, I'm way more likely to actually click it and continue. It elicits an emotional reaction. Mm -hmm. It elicits a re we right there. We are talking to the reptilian brain. We are getting emotional with people. Like when 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 I said um, what was it when it was it was the 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 you know exposed that word that makes me want to protect like I immediately get like protect like I just want to like protect things um, uh, cover be, you know or exposed could also be like you're uncovering something so like well yes yeah, we expose so that's why I read them like hurting shame something. suffering exposed when you put them all together in that string but so that's but that's a critical thing to note how those words are placed can make a big difference on how they're interpreted too right because not every word has the same meaning in the right same context but the, the point being that they elicit emotional reaction from people they get people to to feel something is what they do um and that's that outer level that's why you want that in your headline you want to be like well <laughs> you want to stop people as you said um so uh it's next step we, that we've got we've got the are we gonna keep going with the writing this thing out? Are we gonna do that? Is that what we're gonna do, guys? Oh, our example headline. Yeah. Uh, I can go back to it right now. Go do it right now. So I think this is a good time to point out the facts that this can take a while. Um, oh, and that's yeah. okay. We, I mean, when we go over, you know, what headline we're gonna use for each of our articles, or like uh, even for this video, uh, we we'll go back and forth and we'll change it, you know, throughout the week. So it's not necessarily something that is absolutely. Uh, set in stone once we actually go live but uh it, it is a timely process but it is reason being for that it's important you know um that's this is going to be the first thing that someone sees when they're scrolling down their timeline is that headline so did you so, did, did you come did something come to light or are you, seven forbidden life-changing hacks so, <laughs> <laughs> no but the reason they're, they're, the reason i'm putting these in here is the forbidden gives an interest. The life changing speaks to them and something that will happen to them. The hacks is giving them information that's saying, hey, guys, you're going to get informed in this. And that's why tips, hacks, how to learn all of that. Those are also amazing things you can include in your headlines. Mm -hmm. um, this can be followed by if you want seven forbidden life changing hacks and you could put that earned me. 5.3 or 5,300,000, you know, and you get a really specific number there. But specificity is very important. But we're talking about change, time in this though. So five forbidden life-changing hacks that saved me. Uh, why is it not typing? My, my 
keyboard is just gone wonky on me. There we go. That saved me. Or actually, let's do this. That that added two years to my life. <laughs> oh, we should do three years. <laughs> but we want to be more specific. I would say like that added that added three hundred and seventy four days to my life. Or you could say uh, extra minutes in my day. Um, but this is referencing time is also something that's very 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 good to put in your copy. Uh, that added, we'll just say this, let's be more, let's, let's be less over the top, 57 minutes to my day. Here, here's one that I think that would be an alternative one that could like really get people interested. Seven forbidden time savers that will make you look crazy. Uh, well, that's true. Time saver. And then you can, you can comma Mm -hmm. the, the third one or one of them I couldn't live without like but that's peaking that that's that exclusivity that's that like I have to have that information um so let's do that time save my 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 keyboard does not oh it's that's why time saving hacks that what'd you say after that that I would I would think either that will make you look crazy or that will make your peers think you're crazy uh, how is this that that no one will that no one will believe or no no one has the courage to try uh, if you're if you want to be a little bit off kilter you could say that no like one has that. the balls to try yes but, but what does that do that goes well i'm gonna try it i want to click on this yeah you're calling me out now so this is personal you know but so this this is a headline that is powerful it's divisive it gets it out there um we're gonna but we're about done for the day guys so but let's but would you click on that headline seven forbidden time hacks that no I one and just like Anthony, I, I can be uh, a little skeptical too. So I would click on that though. I Just, definitely you can, would. For the same reason, you can click on it to be skeptical about it too. Be like, eh, yeah, right. But it still gets them in your funnel. It still gets them reading. And so that's why it's okay to be a little over the top, a little divisive, a little crazy, a little kooky, a little, especially when you're talking that fifth level of awareness. Yes. So I, um, before we gotta go to i want to mention it's a creative process this isn't something that again you'll be able to sit down for five minutes and get done uh sometimes you get a step away get back to it always step away always realize step that, you know, yes always 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 have a second set of eyes on your copy like write it write it several times have somebody else read it anybody else that's huge <laughs> um uh all right are we good are we done yeah. Well, well, right, I'm going to say bye to everybody. Thank you guys yep. so much for watching. Thank you. Thank you to those of you who tuned in. Please make sure and check out Certified Life Coach Institute. We we certify life coaches in three days. We also try to help them write copy. Um, make sure you guys like, share, and all of that good stuff. And thank you so much for watching. Do you guys want to say bye? <laughs> See you guys. Go right. Get some powerful words out there this week. Hey, everyone. Thanks for tuning into today's episode. Once again, this is brought to you by Certified Life Coach Institute. We're an ICF accredited school who certifies our life coaches in three-day online intensive courses. In addition to other podcast episodes, 
feel free to check us out every Tuesday at 4 o'clock p.m. Pacific Standard Time on YouTube or Facebook for our CLCI Lives, where we get together and discuss various topics that are centered around sharpening your skills so you can become a better certified life coach. For more information, feel free to visit us at certifiedlifecoachinstitute.com. Until next time, be well.